Hello. Um, today it's the first episode of our podcast, and we are gonna talk about our love stories, uh, different realizations that we have come to during our lives, especially because it's the summer season. You know what? Summer is for the streets. We are for the streets, ain't we? We're not for the streets. We are for the streets. For the record. We are not. What she means is actually. We're a high-value woman who values her time and she chooses wisely whom to spend it with. Yeah, that's true. Especially during the summer. Um, so today I want to talk about dusty men, how to not be how to not attract dusty men and how to be a high value woman so first of all let's start from understanding what the fuck does it mean dusty man so okay amela what do you think it is the concept of dusty man um being introduced to me like a month ago and for me dusty man is a male who claims to have a high-value woman around him at the same time giving no effort if like a low effort if not at all and not presenting himself good enough and not investing anything to a woman he's pursuing but let's agree on the fact that we have all grown up with the idea that that is what a relationship is what are you laughing at I'm not laughing. It was love right now. Laughing is a a protection mechanism from a dusty man because every time <laughs> I hear the word dusty man, just the memories you want to comes protect to, yourself. Yes, comes to, and it just wipes me up and like the shiver just gone to through my body and skin. It's like yeah, actually and, I agree on that part because like um, as I become older, I actually understand the um, I. Like, I think you, you you see the contrast between a dusty man and a guy who actually, um, <laughs> and a guy who actually puts effort into the relationship, yes. who actually treats his yes. woman right, who actually, you know, shows her love, who is emotionally available, who, who just loves you more. And that's the key. Just speaking facts, you know, and... Everything comes within the contrast, the yeah, comparison. And again, it's not when, you know, like your friend says, look at her. She has such a good man who treats her right. Everything comes in comparison when it's being treated to you, when you are in this experience and like experience in the first hand. I actually agree with that. And also, I think that, um, I think like there's a difference. Um, when you come to a certain age, let's say like in your 20s, and before that, you have had like a teenage romance relationship, it was very childish, and you see the contrast when you become older, in a way, you know, you're actually not old, you're still pretty much young, Um, but you see the difference when a guy doesn't really spend any money, and it's just like silly, childish, going out, and or you're basically just going to the park and 
holding hands, you know, it's cute, but in the long run, it's not very, you know, like, rentable. Yes, it's not rentable, and it's like, I wouldn't say it's a waste of money. Of course, it's it's very good and romantic to experience teenage life when, let's say, you're like 15, you're 14, or at maximum like 16, and you don't have anything to worry about because your peace are being paid by your parents you have a house uh, the roof on the top the food to eat and the like the boy you call your boyfriend gives you euphoric vibes but then when you get older that's not enough you know it's just not i know i know and like that's the difference because like when you are a teenager you don't really think about the future and you're certainly not planning a future with your high school sweetheart because you know one day you're gonna, you know, change your um, location. You're gonna go to yeah. university, pursue your dreams, and you know, probably this this boy is not gonna be around for 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 the time for the rest of your life. You don't really think about these things to be honest. But when you get older, especially, you don't really. I mean, there is a certain phase in your dating um, period. I think when you just date random guys just for the sake of dating. You don't really plan creating future together, but then you realize that doing this can be kind of a waste of time, especially if you are a young woman who wants to pursue everything she wants, achieve her goals, and just live a great life. And doing such activities can be quite meaningless. Yeah. And it kind of gets you in a very depressed mode because you just meet different people, and you think to yourself like. What am I doing with the, all these people? They're also, you know, like new. Wouldn't it be better to like find a one person and invest your time and energy to create something meaningful, whereas you're just spending like time with different dudes that you know you're not gonna like have future together. And so I've had this realization after my Tinder phase that happened to be in winter, and when this phase um, ended. I realized that I really just, I don't really have emotional capacity to be talking and hanging out with those, you know, random dudes I met on Tinder. And, you know, I'm a Capricorn. I'm not very, I'm not a very much talkative person to new people. Okay. What is your take on that, Amelia? Well, you have covered a lot of stuff, Amelia. And I think going back to the concept of, um, teenage love i think it worth discussing it here would you say that you've been in love in your teenage years um you know like when you really dissolve in the matter of love and you hold hands and it's so romantic and cute that and at the same time it's like careless and kind of effortless i think there is like a difference between love and just a romance that you experience in your teenagehood um, or maybe like a crush, a more modern word for that. I think I never had this feeling of like love, love, love. I, I especially like in my early teenage years, I usually just had crushes, and it was the kind of feeling that um, that was not mutual. And so for a while, I really had this issue that I liked a person, and I I could like the person even more if this person did like me back. <laughs> well, everything now treats with psychology. Yeah. With psychologists, and I think you got over this phase. 
Yeah. I know, um, right? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> okay, speaking about myself, about teenage life, no, I've never experienced a true teenage love. And I always, I didn't regret not experiencing it, but I always had a thought because looking around the people of my age at that time, about like 14, 15, well, 16, they were all in love. You know, this know. like silly love where you call hands, you go on a silly park dates and it's so romantic and I've never experienced this. But now being like in my early 20s, I wouldn't really want to experience that kind of teenage love anymore. I'm more in a dating scene where the man puts effort, where he earns yeah, a woman, where he chases. Well, not in a, um, not in a, how do you say the way? Not in like, a psychopathic way. Yes, not in that way. But Obviously. Like putting effort, attention, money, and earning her. And with that having been said, um, oh, you also mentioned Tinder. Oh Thanks. yeah, what's your take on that? Uh, can you make a recap of Elaborate, your... okay. So earlier I was talking about the fact that I had a Tinder face and I was like meeting a bunch of new people. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, nothing, I'm just like looking at my news. Yeah, basically, um, I was interrupted by a media sponge in my, in my leg for some reason. Um, anyways, I had a phase of Tinder what are you laughing at? <laughs> it's just, remember, the same was Dusty Man. Now it's the same was the Tinder dates. The same reaction is just coming out of me. I know, right? Yes. It's like, um, when I had the spice of Tinder, I thought, I, I actually, you know, there is like, I think, an explanation. Um, I graduated from the school when I, where I didn't really have interaction with boys that much. And so when I was um, like entering this adulthood phase, I was struck with this, you know, open world. And I was like, oh my God, there is an app where I can meet with boys. And I was, you know, I, I really was starving for this interaction know, with males. I know, it's you know, like... it's, it's like when you study in the, in the school during your teenage years when your hormones are just picking uh pick you know picketing or like rocketing Mm -hmm. and you really crave this attention you really crave this interaction and experience of actually interacting with males it's actually a different whole topic to cover on how our social skills actually um, were influenced by our study in the only girls high school so basically what i imply here is that when you graduate the school and you never really talk to boys during your teenage years and you meet this world where there are actually boys outside stop it <laughs> don't oh, do that i know nothing you're too comfortable around here no i'm <laughs> anyways. just stretching my fingers yes <laughs> stop seducing me <laughs> anyways i was yeah. saying that i started growing days on tinder and it was fun for some time but like i think for one month i could do that and after that i was just over because I couldn't meet new I'm done done like I was in my hometown I was meeting um, boys I was going on dates with them and I think I met like two people and I was so so tired and exhausted from 
you know conversations because i knew i'm not gonna meet those people yeah. and you don't you know it's it's great when a person is actually interesting and you can share lots of similar experiences that you can discuss but it's not something that can be you know guaranteed so you come and you purchase a new person and you sit through this day and you're like thinking to yourself what the fuck am i doing here i don't want to be here i'm so um tired you know of interactions with these weird people I could have been spending this time, actually quality time with my best friend, for instance, you know, stuff like that. And that's when I realized that I don't really need that anymore. You know, I had this um, craving and now it's gone. You know, the, the, the need, I don't, oh, I don't have it anymore. Yeah, yeah, my needs were met. That's it. Um, now I have a boyfriend and it's a whole different topic as well. But in, in short, basically, it's over for me. So describe, elaborate, how is it for you, like this phase and, you know, this whole relationship with Tinder and dating apps. Do you think your mets are met or not? Well, I think we got on a Tinder scene. Can I do that? uh, Yeah, no. No. No? No. Okay. It's gonna... I know. And they also know that... I see. Okay, it's okay. They're very modern. Um, what I was saying, I'm just too distracted by your, (laughs) and by your, anyways, what I was saying, oh yeah, Tinder. I think we got on a Tinder scene around the same, um, like, yeah, it's actually interesting, um, you got on Tinder, or was I, I got, no, I think, I was on Tinder even before that. I well, think it was in September, but you never met the person. Yeah, like, I was just like chatting with them, and I, I, I think we were sitting in a coffee shop. We were discussing how weird those yes. Tinder boys are, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh my god, and we I'm were talking so like euphoric." Yeah, we were so euphoric, euphoric. because we I were talking to men. Now. It's okay. We were talking to different men, and we just thought that we, you know, they want us. We are so is, cool. This is what. Uh, isolation makes in terms yes. of like when you're isolated within because the, your female. We literally were hungry for male yes. attention and male validation and, and here everything. Comes the problem. That. At that time, we didn't know how we were supposed to be treated. Yes. Every attention we were just getting it because we had none yeah. at a time before. And now, when we had enough and we had experience, we can filter that. And it's wonderful. I know, it's great. But I think it was like an accessory phase that we had to enter. Yeah. And how you you didn't really elaborate on your so part. going back on the Tinder I got um on a like in, like I got in practice was this application around when January and I actually really enjoyed my first Tinder date because the because the man was um he was decent I wouldn't say he was high high value but he was very decent and. And then I I thought I had a thought if I met such a great Tinder or such a great man on Tinder in my first day on my first day and this is the whole application dating in Tinder which was a joke yeah which was a clown move to think about because on Tinder the about 99.99999% mm-hmm. of men are very dusty. They are I so know. dusty. They are low effort. I know. It's like, it's just a hookup culture. I point. mean, actually, I think my Tinder experience was 
kind of good in terms of like I actually went on a date with one person um, and we had lots of similar we had a similar background um, he was a nice guy to be honest yeah I went on a date with him to club it was so you know it's it's not a typical scenario oh, we were I think you were very lucky to meet I was lucky there. because he could have been just a predator you know he could have been you, you know that's he could actually have been true. anyone yes like, literally that was I agree and and we were just so I'm I was so lucky and we were so naive and we didn't really think twice but because we were so you know blinded by this idea that oh my god we're finally going on a date with a boy and it wasn't just a boy or a university I'm a university student and the guy was a university student as well and he was a bit older than me so for me it was even better and so I remember he picked me up on a taxi and then he also paid yeah he paid for everything obviously and then we went to the club and he paid for everything a club as well and he didn't like try to harass me touch me inappropriately he 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 didn't touch me he didn't kiss me nothing it was just like a friendly hangout and it was so i you know eye-opening for me because you know i i thought that well if that's a day they usually do those nasty things um, and I remember we were discussing with you that, oh my god, he didn't kiss me. Yes, and but it's I was like open actually, for that. it's so bad that we had a mindset of, of I know. oh, he didn't harass me. Um, he's good. Yes. Which is not an acceptable I thing know. in the first place. I know. That's so ridiculous of us. But it again, is. we can't blame ourselves because we didn't have any experience we to, didn't. to compare. We were, yes. It was what we were seeing around and it was like, oh, if he's not doing it. But again it's just not acceptable but you you know it is portrayed in more media the way yeah. more dating goes like um even even like having sex on the first date just yeah. some people it's okay normal for us it's not i think we're more conservative in that part but what i mean is that when you are starved and when you lack basic human connection and experience with the opposite gender it can actually backfire when you're entering the adult world because yeah. you are, you know, you just let yourself to indulge in this whole world of possibilities. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God, I can do anything I want. And then you get pregnant. Don't say such things. I know. God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. Well. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Um, actually, um, um, also, I would like to discuss the topic of how boyfriends should treat their girlfriends and what standards do we have right now after having some type of romantic experience, not especially with dating, but just in general with romantic interactions and how our opinions have changed over time. So I want to hear your opinion on that. I'd like to give the floor to you first. Why? I've been talking nonstop. Well, I just know that you love this activity, so I wanted to make you feel happier. Oh my god, girl. So. Okay, basically, um, I think when I was younger, I didn't really have any standards. I was like thinking, girl, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a kid basically i At didn't have I you so much. what 
which means that I trust you so much. Yeah, yeah, same, same. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so basically, I don't have any standards. I thought that if you're on the, in the relationship, then you 100% understand each other uh-huh. e- and in a way as if you read each other's minds uh-huh. and then you never fight uh-huh. and then you never have bad mood because you always are with your love of your life. Where so basically, from, basically, I don't know. I, I was just like so... Are you delusional? Yes, when I was younger, I was super delusional. I thought, you know, in media, they only show the good parts. Yeah. They don't show you the bad parts of dating when you're actually fighting and when you cannot have a middle ground and when your opinions are, are so polar that you cannot really come to yes, a conclusion. especially when you hit the crisis, you know, I like know. there's a, um, age caps and you've got like different realizations. And you're yes, like, it's hard and it only depends on both of you. If you, both of you, want to have your relationship thrive you will have these moments and you have to figure it out and you have to come yes. to conclusion but when i was growing up i never had this i never saw this you know i only saw my parents who were fighting and they were screaming at each other but it was not healthy communication they were just shouting and to me that was not perfect perfect for me was never to shout never fight always you know love each other and that was it and, you know, I, w- I didn't even think that there are some standards and things that boyfriends do, should do, or shouldn't do. But when I entered the dating area, I realized that actually it just differs so much. For instance, Dusty Man, they don't really give you flowers or they give unless you some you, that cheap-ass like, flowers only after you beg do. them or tell them a thousand times that you want flowers. Yes. And only then they're and you like, you know, some girls still can yeah. say that. Well, at least he gave me. Yeah, and well, it's like no. I can train him. No girl. It's just like so. Someone who only yeah. Like honestly, somebody could say, but you can communicate. You can say your needs. Yeah. But honestly, it's the bare minimum. I'm not asking him to buy me an apartment in Dubai. Yeah. No, it's a bare minimum. I don't have to teach men how to treat me right. I can just find a man who will treat me right from the very start as like, you know, as a normal thing. Speaking facts. Yeah. But now I had this thing that I was like, um, is my boyfriend doing enough? And do I like it? In what terms? In, In terms of like, is he treating me good enough? You know? But I'm gonna stop you here. Where does all like thoughts are coming from? Like, did he make something that you're like that made you think this way, or or like how? Just um, you know, I just well, first of all, I educate myself every day. I read books, I listen to podcasts, and the more I learn, the more I expand my mind and actually learn about different experiences that other women get to have. And I know that what he does for me now is not the only best thing a woman can get. And so when you realize that, when you know that the world is not a limited place, there are world of possibilities, you think, is it worth staying in this relationship? Do I know? Do I like how he's treating me? Yeah. I, I agree with you. 
Ja. But no, yeah, how do you see I your? No, I just want you to speak. I don't want to speak anymore. Okay. Are you happy? Yeah. You don't look happy. You look tired. But anyways, girls. Um, the last guy that I met who was of a how uh, we call it high value from a high value man. He was really like a high value man mm -hmm. and he showed me how a girl can be treated like without begging without asking without even like making him like without making any hints he just gets it he it's like you know it's like a, i'm gonna make a comparison like a dog who were who was a trainer and he uh, and the dog knows every comment and just yeah, it's a perfect dog that's true and the guy that guy was really really good he was really good but what he a bittersweet a bittersweet a bittersweet from no 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 don't move it it's gonna <laughs> the bittersweet the, the bittersweet, the bittersweet so much of bittersweet i still <laughs> um i still it's still the the pain is still fresh uh, you still call it? yes it still aches oh, it's yeah, it's stay, it's stay, let's 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 elaborate on that it topic still bleeds and this guy from one perspective this guy showed me how a girl uh, can be treated and i was treated in this high value way and and i'm never settling for less now i just can't i just cannot settle i'm not accepting to settle for less it's just it's just not the vibe it's just not the vibe and it's well for that i can say thank you i'm not even saying thank you it's just how we are supposed to be treated yeah i agree with that and but there was a bittersweet out of this so-called situationship um is that such high value men they date i'm not talking about marrying marriage they date they even for dating they choose a girl who is the same high value status as they are and you cannot even blame them for that you know it's their standards that you also have to meet and that's why it made me to realize that i have to invest to myself i have to invest i have to work on myself in order to be a companion to such high value men and it's not about being a gold digger no honestly it's about educating myself um culturally morally um i don't know physically as well and just educate myself in all aspects and it also do you remember how we mentioned about the energy of females yeah. that like attract high value men and you just oh, see women, them maybe. oh yeah oh women you said females and men <laughs> it's like you're an alpha man podcaster oh no like oh no 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 i'm women i love women yeah I you am can say women bisexual and males. so yeah, yeah yes but this man i still cannot forget him girl people should never laugh first of all why do you keep saying that i the whole day i cannot get it like are you pessimistic or something no it's actually like a tiktok sound i'm actually gonna find it so you are understanding what i mean but girl first of all um i think 
there is a certain limit to where you can tolerate certain things. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you... Are you serious? Who's that? Oh, I see. Just the other ordinary guy. I know, yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> That's your little Who brother. is my brother? <gasps> How do you know? Literally, the username. Is he a sugar daddy? Yes. Because he's saying, I'm not going to give you money anymore. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. because he's providing me, you know, like I have to train <laughs> and I started doing it like with my brothers who are providing me and i'm not settling for less if a man yeah could not even your brothers same, are providing. yes who are like you know younger Just, uh, than me okay check it out and you will understand growing people broke people it's it says broke people should never love and i understand it as Girl, people should never laugh. I know. That's why it sounds so pessimistic. You have to say broke people. Because, yes. I don't understand. Broke people should never laugh. I don't care. I'm delusional. No. We, step, we should stop being delusional about what um, Dusty man and finding any reasoning for be being yeah, it dusty. Actually, because, no. Yeah. If he's dusty, he's dusty. Actually, we're not dealing with it literally like i think an hour or like an hour and a half ago something happened i was on the phone with my boyfriend and i told him that i cannot um, rent an apartment in his city when i come even though you can't but you say even you can't no i actually couldn't what do you mean you mentioned that you could but at the same time if you are flying to him yeah. why would you pay out of your pocket i, I, know, I know it's like that's not it's thing. that's the thing it's not being a gold digger you can yeah. but at the same time you're going you're flying to him yeah. so he have to provide but again to the reason why i'm flying there is because i need my visa i know i'm just yeah. like making like things yeah sure. yeah and he wanted me to basically rent an apartment for a week and then and then I would be like spending time with him and he'd be living with me and I would be like, yeah, but it's not very much financially feasible for me because I am very much dependent on my parents and they are not willing to give me that amount of money. So I it's know. It's going to be a lot. And that is where the play comes where the being dumb <laughs> yeah. and being very fragile and weak comes yeah. to the play so that the guy who has to provide gonna provide to you and feel himself as a hero and it's not the same as playing um yourself how do you call it um, gold digger <laughs> no 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 not the gold digger but it's a favorite word of the day <laughs> gold digger. especially for dusty man who doesn't have a money and says you're imagining oh you're, you're gonna steal my imaginary money yes are you are you here for my five dollars yeah. that i was saving for my like burger Bus lunch <laughs> yes um I, I i actually cannot afford that because um uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be able to actually go home by bus. So, yes. stop stealing my imaginary money that I yes. have. That remembers me about a guy who is, you know, there's different types of being dusty men. You can spot the ones that are like, says it literally out loud. Yeah. I don't have money to do this. So, we're going to walk. It's like, you see it. But there is another type of a dusty man who plays it in a romantic way. But actually, it's just a cover up, cover yeah, up for their dustiness. And that one guy who was hitting me, oh, on me, he was romantic in terms of 
playing guitar. You know, he had this huge hole. Um, yeah. Portrayal that was every girl was hitting on.、Mm-hmm. It actually works、oh、on some、God. girls and girls. Please don't do it.、Yeah. And he thought it's gonna work on me as well, but no, man, it's just not the vibe. Yeah, actually, the minute I heard the word guitar and song, that's like a red flag for me because、yes. I'm no longer dating musicians, rappers, dancers, or anybody from the art industry. Because I've had enough, I'm fed up, and I'm no longer dealing with their bullshit. You know, because in the past I had like a guy I've been talking to. He was my situationship, and you know, I really liked, I really romanticized the idea that he was a rapper. He was so you know creative, and talented, and he is indeed. But in terms of like the personal side, he was such a douchebag. Yes. And you know it's so funny when you think that you have a crush on this so-called man, and、He's、at the、so、same, <laughs> is he a woman? <laughs> no, like you see,、uh, so okay, so-called nail, nail. Because you know, for me, the word man it has to be earned, so I'm gonna call the male. <laughs> for so-called male who <laughs> is so ugly and doesn't have any money to. To the point that you cannot even show his photo without a shame to your friends. And you have to say, actually, in real life, he's better. Yes,、it's、like just, you have to justify, just like, like, girl, wake up, wake up, girl. <laughs> it's like he's not even rich. What? Yes, like,、cool. does he have anything to cover up his ugliness? His non-ambitionness and like, literally, he is like a walking little. Um, I don't know, spider. It's even not Spider Man, just a spider who has who could be like who you can just crash. But at the same time, he like he has this mindset that he is a king of yes, the river. But come on, his ego is just ginormous. So and I don't understand on which ground do they build this. <laughs> Like high ego, like none of the girls are feeding your ego. First of all, no, actually, how does this work? It stems from the patriarchal, patriarchal society. Oh, I have a dick, so they already love me, like、um, this way. No, I think it's the way they've been brought up by their mothers,、um, aunts, and grandmothers. Because usually, men, males, they grow up in this very ego way. Because from the very beginning, they've been treated like kings by their mothers. They never really did any chores, helped her in any way. She was basically a servant, and she was teaching him that you are my best. You are the best child in the world. Well, again, why? Because he has a dick. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, recently I've seen、um, a one TikTok reel which says. Um, a woman, she like in a mocking way brings up the topic about this patriarchal society that、yeah. we live in, and she basically says, "Women, girls, ladies, wake up! Are we really trying to please this like stick between the、yeah. legs of a man? For what for we what? change ourselves, we work on ourselves for this, for the stick,、yeah. for this dick, and at the same time." While we should be working on ourselves, because we just want to be better about better. myself,、yeah. about ourselves, not to please this sluggish 
lazy, stupid, lazy. Basically quoting Frank Ocean. Yeah. Sluggish, stupid, lazy, and unconcerned. Dick. Sluggish, lazy, stupid, and unconcerned. It's so ridiculous when you think about it. Does to you? Yeah. I'm literally quoting Frank Ocean. Would you say you know like most men right now brag about, um. About women that they have very high standards and they're like too high. Yeah, actually, out of this planet. Yeah. Do you agree that? Um, I actually seen notice that some men. I've I've noticed that that they're like, uh, my standards for women and are high, and I'm like literally thinking to myself, what the fuck? You, you literally are so ugly. You have high standards. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Do you think mass is not nothing? <laughs> yes. Do you think she would hit on you? Do you、And、actually think so? Do you actually? Where does this come from? You know, where does this arrogance? Where does this confidence, confidence comes from? Comes which from. is not in a right place to <laughs> be using. You know, the physical appearance is is just not. You know, it's just not. It, it doesn't make any sense to me, honestly. When I see those ugly. Boys and they're so confident. I just think to myself, boy, you are so ugly, and you are stupid, and you are sluggish, yet you are so confident. Yes. How and why? And you just see how standards have not touched him. You know, like the beauty standards. Yes, I agree because, you know, there's a thing. I, well, it may sound judgy, but honestly. I don't understand girls who are not investing in themselves, who are not working on themselves,、mm-hmm. who like like literally doing nothing to improve and like like work on yourself. And at the same time, they're requiring a high value man who has who supposed to be investing in them in in this like girls、yeah. and earning them. It's. I think it's not fair even to be requiring this because for me, I can. What works for me and what way do I work? I work on myself. Yeah. I invest in myself. I educate myself. Yeah. And only after then, I require a man who has the same level as I do and even more. Yeah. And this is this way. I understand this way. It's not having high standards. It's just having standards. Yeah, it's logical, honestly, because like. If you are a human being, you're not gonna date a monkey just because your DNA is similar, because、yes. you have certain standards, <laughs> and you want a man, you know, real man, a provider. And for me, abundance mind. Yeah, for me, for instance, I go to gym, I read books, I constantly educate myself, I broaden my mind, and similarly, I want a similar partner, you know, because. I I just get so bored with people who don't read books. I, I'm talking about men, because for women I can talk about anything, and for men, I sometimes our interests cannot just match really. But when we read books, similar books, and we talk about new ideas from those books, that's what I like when I talk to my men. And so, especially you know, it goes without saying that he should have. Financial resources to provide for me, because I can be 
working and living by myself. But why do I need relationship if I still have to work as much as I used to work when I was single? What's the point? Where's my benefit? Where's my benefit for being so pretty, educated, cute and fit and, and having myself and providing myself as his company, you know, as his companion? What's the benefit? No benefit. I'm just going to be spent wasting my time there. Yeah. Yes, I agree. You know, when you said the word wasting time, it came, it reminded me of Tinder that we've been discussing earlier. Yeah. And I was pretty much enjoying, I'm not going to lie, I was enjoying the time yeah. that I was spending in Tinder because I was very selective with whom I was um, choosing to spend my time, my evening with. Yeah. And so far, I was enjoying it. I was really enjoying it because... I was getting new, I guess I was getting to know new, you know, like men, yeah. like their perspectives on dating, like, it was honestly interesting to me, and I also got free drinks, <laughs> well, not always, you see. Yeah, uh, your social skills have improved Yes, so they much. were very, they were, like, upskilled so much, yeah. and also I was enjoying the attention that were giving to me, like, you know, at the same time, I do have a very stable and high self-confidence and self-value and self-worth, but at the same time, you know, I enjoy taking compliments. Yeah. But after that um, guy who I mentioned, like a high-value man who treated me so good, I, my, like, visions on Tinder dates got... Um, changed Shifted, they yeah. changed like I no longer want to spend time spend my evenings like this even two three hours of walking or sitting in a cafe with a random dude mm -hmm. who happens to be I don't know like a decent man but still like it's not the vibe yeah. it's not the vibe anymore because the standards are honestly not meeting yeah yeah I know do you have anything to add before we end the podcast yeah i think the last thing i want to add is that we both come from a similar background from like an only girls high school and i you know in the past when i told people that i am studying in that school you know many years ago people were very curious and they were asking me oh but you never talk to boys do you think it kind of changed the way you talk to boys now and i was so confident about my social skills i was thinking oh my god I can talk to boys, there is no difference. But graduating this high school and then entering university, I was shocked by the fact that even though I was so confident about my social skills with boys, I had none of them. In terms of like, what, okay, let's think. What was my experience with boys in high school? I went to summer camps and I had romantic experience, you know, I went on dates, it was so teenage, love, and etc. But I didn't have a friendship. Yeah. I didn't have a solid, good, trustworthy, honest friendship with a boy, you know. And Do you have I it now? I, yes, I'm going to comment that later. Um, but what I'm talking about is that when I enter university, I felt as if I can only date my group mates but i cannot befriend them and that was such a difference because for me growing up friendship meant female company 
you know, yeah, because yeah, I was surrounded I by girls all the time, and they were my only source source of friendship. And and when I came to university, it was so hard for me. You know, I, I thought that I could only date boys. Unconsciously, I think I was giving them some false signals, and then it kind of backfired in a way. Mm. Um, because that's the only type of interaction that I knew how to have. And you cannot blame yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm too pretty. And unconsciously, <laughs> I was flirting with them, and they did react to oh, that. Oh, yes, I think yes. it's a different whole topic we need to cover in the next episode. Yeah, next episode, we're going to talk about flirting. Um, but in general, I think only coming to the end of the first year of university, I learned how to actually have and maintain a solid friendship. And I have a good friend of mine, and he is the first person in my entire life with whom I had a decent friendship that we could have. Imagine. Yeah, we built it. And I'm very proud to say that he's my friend because he's very smart and, you know, like, that was a friendship that we actually built because we had arguments, we had fights, and we just, you know, we found, we managed to find middle ground and so many different things, and even on things that we couldn't find middle ground upon, we learned to not discuss like those things, not to bring it up. Yeah, challenge yourself and yes. you grow and you have new perspectives. Yes, and that's a whole new different episode to talk about friendship with boys and how do we come to this and what challenges do we face and you know especially like boys they can catch feelings yeah and certain friendships can be ruined because of that and it's actually a very common fear that bo- both girls and boys face you're right yeah you're so right. i think do you have anything to add in general before we wrap it up well in general um what are my future perspectives let's say I am not accepting dusty men anymore. Not uh, like yeah. um, I've been accepting them before, but <laughs> I was still like in contact. I was t- I was talking to them, and I would accept the approach when they approach. I like I talk to them. Not like I pursue them. Oh my god, no! But now I'm not even gonna accept that they are talking to yeah. me. I just don't want to talk to you, so called male. So um, and this He's not guy, even male anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing to also cover up later. And this guy, the last guy of mine, he raised my standards. And I'm glad about that. Which means that for the upcoming years, I'm going to work on myself. And hopefully, um, the not same. hopefully. It's going to happen, girl. Yes, girl. You see, I'm still working on the mindset. Yeah. And the high-value men will just find me, not the other yeah. way around. I'm not going to chase anyone. Yeah. I'm not going to find anyone. It's You're going to attract. I, I'm going to attract. It, it's going to just flow yeah. to me. That's the word that we're using this year. Chase, no. Attract, yes. Yes. No is yes. Yes is no. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh no. God. If a girl says no, it's a no. Yeah. No is a no. It's also a different topic that we're going to cover. Yeah. So it was nice talking about this topic today and i think we will meet very soon again and listeners thank you for listening and thank you for um staying till the very end um we really love you have a nice day 
Have a wonderful week ahead. Good luck. See you soon.